What's up, Yankee fans? It's Greg with another edition of Yankee Crazy Podcast and wanted to talk today about relief pitchers. And right now, supposedly according to the Yankees' assistant GM, I think it's Michael Fishman, he had an interview and he was speaking to someone and said that the relief pitcher market is really going to heat up now. And the Red Sox relief pitcher, Joe Kelly, who, if you can recall, got into that fight with Tyler Austin, um, right? Yeah, Tyler Austin, Um, which was just, uh, it was such a ridiculous fight. If you saw it, like Tyler Austin completely missed Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly hit him, and then uh, Tyler Austin uh, charged the mound, and Joe Kelly, uh, like, swung, and Tyler Austin missed it. The two of them were a mess. The two of them were, like, totally, like, <laughs> missed. Tyler Austin, he he looked pretty bad during that one. He, um, he like, missed and went onto the ground, like, instantly... Um, not from a hit, just he like fell over and the bases cleared, uh, the, uh, not the bases cleared, the, the, the dugouts cleared and it was pretty heated. CC Sabathia, if you see those clips again, CC is in there like screaming. He is, he is going nuts. Um, it's, it is, it was pretty intense and People were, you know, a lot of Boston fans were like, oh, Joe Kelly, he was like their hero after that. And it's, I don't know, it was pretty pretty ridiculous. But he's on the Dodgers now. And the rest of the free agents of relievers, um, I think, is headed by Adam Adovino. And you know I've spoken about Adam Adovino, and I really like him. I think he would be a great addition for the Yankees. And the Red Sox are looking at him, too, as well as some other team. I forget. Is it the Phillies? I feel like the Phillies are in on everything this year. They're just, like, one of those top teams that you keep hearing about between Machado and Harper so they are really active, and um, I'm not sure. They've, they've had a couple of acquisitions, right? I don't know. Who cares about the Phillies, right? <laughs> Who cares? This is a Yankee crazy podcast. Talking Yankees here. So Adam Adovino, Yankees, Brian Cashman, if you're listening, you should go out and get him. Really like him. Like I've already talked, if, you, if you've been listening, go Google him. And look up his offseason last year. It was a really cool story about basically going, I don't know, I'm probably making this up, uh, this part of it. I know he had some um, something where he like worked out in an empty building in Manhattan and uh, that his father-in-law like ran and or, you know was a real estate person. But it's a cool story. The guy's working out in Manhattan, totally re- like retooled his uh, pitching and came back, had a great year last year. So um, he, I'm pretty sure, grew up a Yankee fan from New York. So go get him. He will be a great replacement for 
David Robertson, who we don't know where he's going to end up. Supposedly, Red Sox have had a lot of talks with him. Um, you know, they brought up the Dodgers, although he said he wanted to stay near his home in Rhode Island. Uh, that would be interesting if he played for the Red Sox. It would be very interesting to see him on the other side. Um, you know, he was when he came up with the Yankees. He got the nickname Houdini because he would get out of so many jams. And if you remember from the 2009 World Series, I think it was World Series where he really got that name Houdini, or maybe it was maybe it was playoffs. I don't know. It was 2009 postseason. Let's just say that. But he came in and. I believe it was no outs, bases were loaded, and he got the Yankees out of the inning. And I can't remember how he did it exactly. Um, obviously, a combination of strikeouts and probably pop-ups um, in the infield or, or shallow outfield. But it was, oh man, I, I can remember, I can see the image of him getting out of that. And I think he, I think he got out of that inning with the backwards K, which... If you don't know baseball, you probably do if you're listening to this show, right? Um, he got the looking, the, the, the backwards K, which is called looking, where a um, player just watches it. And I think he threw an off-speed pitch. Um, yeah, I think it was that. Um, but he um, got out of that inning, and he was so stoked. He, like jumped off the mound and was going crazy and I remember just being all fired up from that so a lot of fond memories with David Robertson I I don't I'd rather see him on a different team than Boston because that'll be I don't know that'll be a little difficult to take um unless he goes unless he goes to the Red Sox and really declines and the Yankees just bomb him that would be all right I would take that (laughs) Oh, the other guy is Zach Britton, a free agent out there who was with the Yankees. Uh, You know, he's a little disappointing, and I think he was coming back from an injury. But he's been a a really good pitcher for a while with the Orioles, but Yankees, he just, he didn't have it at many times. Sometimes he, you know, he he showed his his old self, but overall... uh, was not a big fan of him. But, you know, being a lefty, left-handers um, are just, they, is, they are a commodity. So everyone wants a left-handed pitcher because it's more rare than a righty. So who knows? Maybe the Yankees do bring him back. Um, I was trying to think of all their relievers, and I feel like it was, you know, there's so many relievers. But if we go backwards in the Yankees' relief pitching, you obviously have uh, our oldest Chapman, the Cuban Missile, and he will be back at closer. Hopefully his knee is going to be much better this year. I don't think he had surgery on it, but he had some knee issues last year. He spent some time on the DL and really need him to come back and be healthy. And I don't know how many years he's got on that contract. He, I feel like... He was at, did he sign a three-year deal with the Yankees? And this is year two, right? Does that make sense? 17, oh, no, 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 right? It's 17, 
because he was there in 17. 17, 18, and 19. Oh, this is his last year. Huh, interesting, interesting. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was a four-year deal. Mario, can you check that for me? And either way, it is, uh, you know, he, he's, he needs to be healthy. I don't know how old he is, but that knee's got to hold up, and hopefully it does. Then you've got Dellen Batances, who had a very good season last year. And I don't want to say comeback season, because the year before, he was great in the first half. I believe he made the All-Star game. And then in 2017, it was like, towards the end of it, it was like he couldn't get anybody out. And I think it was a mental thing with him. Um, hopefully, we get the Dellen Batances from last year, who was dominant. He pitched really well for the Yankees. I think he closed it a little bit, too. I think it was, uh, uh, what's that What's that term? Uh what do they call it? Closer by committee. I think when Batances was out, um, when Chapman was out, that they did a couple of different closers, uh, Batances being one. And did they have Britton at that point and, and used him for some games and maybe Robertson too? Not sure. But going back, you got Chad Green. Chad Green was very solid. He had a couple of blips last year. Um, I can't remember a couple of games where they got to him. Maybe even the playoffs, too, if I'm recalling correctly. But Chad Green's a, a really great pitcher when he is on. And he is on very often. So very, very solid there. I uh, don't know how much, how many more years he's got. I did hear about him in some trade rumors. But that is... Um, you know, uh, who knows? You never know if that's going to happen, if, if he could be a piece to bring in somebody uh, even better. Then you've got Jonathan Holder, who had a pretty solid year. He's kind of one of those guys, middle relief, who I can remember pitching, but there's nothing that stands out to me like he did an awesome job. I, I feel like he did a really good job, um, but... He is part of them, and he was solid. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's solid. And other guys who are in the mix, uh, you know, Tommy Canely, who came over with the Robertson deal in 2017 when they got both of those guys and Todd Frazier. Canely had a really great 2017 season, but last year, if you can recall, his fastball was declining and he lost a lot of speed. I think he was a guy who threw at least 95, 96 range. And I remember last year he was low nineties, like just hitting 90 and 91. And with him, I remember they sent him down to AAA and then brought him back up. And I think that they had sent him down so that he could uh, build up arm strength. And he came back up in August, I believe. But he just didn't have what he had in 2017. When he came over in 2017, he was just on fire. Really strong presence in the bullpen. So we'll see what happens with him. I know he was 
uh, there were some rumors with him being on the trade block in some deals, but if he can come, another one who can, if he can come back to form that he was in 2017, then Yankees are doing really well in the relief, especially if they add Adovino. And then the other is Joaquin Soria, who's been around for a while. I know he was a closer. Did he close for the Rays? Um, I'm not sure. Mario, look that one up for me too, please. And other relievers out there now on the market, I am not sure. I'm not sure who else there is. I'm sure now that winter meetings are over and obviously there's still going to be the Bryce Harper, Manny Machado hype going on. And Manny Machado meets with the Yankees next week, I believe, towards the end of the week. That will be interesting because I have a feeling that he's going to um, he's going to be a Yankee. I think they are definitely going to sign him. We'll see what the years are, and who knows, mate? You know, what if the Yankees get crazy and go for Harper too? What if they just go? really all in, although I would rather have a pitcher than Harper. Definitely. If they could add another starting pitcher, and if you look at the Yankees' starting rotation, all of their pitchers right now in the five, so Seve, Tanaka, Paxton, CC, and Hap, all had ERAs in at least, I think it was at least 3.7 or higher. And with the Yankees being able to score a lot of runs, that's good. I would love to see some lower threes, but I feel like that is where the majority of starting pitchers are, unless you're like ridiculous ones like Trevor Bauer had a two, uh, two something ERA and Chris Sale probably did too. So you know, the Severino, too, he probably, his ERA got hurt because of that second half slump that you could call it where he was tipping pitches. At least that's what they believe. And if you've seen that video, it's pretty wild, uh, which I have talked about already. But you should go back and look. Yes Network had a whole segment on it where his hands were for a high for a fastball his hands were higher than if he was throwing an off-speed pitch and I think someone I think a, a guy from the athletic was the first to break it down and look at video and then though I know yes network was using that to show what was going on and it was pretty it's pretty fascinating I was fascinating fascinated by that that major league baseball players can be in tune to that and it was really subtle if you look at it you you, I had to like look at it a few times comparing back and forth because it was really close really really close and if you're in a game situation um you gotta you know to be to be identifying that is is pretty special that's why these guys make the big bucks definitely so Relief pitchers, I think the Yankees, even if they have to pay Adovino, he would be the top guy. And it would be the type of thing, like I said, where you have to overpay him and maybe give him 
an extra year onto that deal, but I think it would be very beneficial to them. Relief pitching over the past couple of years for the Yankees has been a strength, and I think they need to continue that. All right, so that's it. You know, we're always monitoring everything that's going on, and now we're trying out a new segment. We are going to do, who, who remembers the, um, and I'm sure it's still going on, uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, where you can take any actor and tie him in six moves to Kevin Bacon. So, for example, let's say, I don't know, who, who's, a, who's an actor I can do just really easily with him. Let's say, um, I don't know, Robert De Niro. Can we do Robert De Niro? Let's see. Let's see if I can do this. Robert De Niro, uh, Kevin Bacon, and how do we get there? I haven't done this in a really long time. I probably haven't done this in at least 20 years. So bear with me. Maybe, maybe we should, maybe I shouldn't even do the Kevin Bacon one because it's going to take me a while, but all right, let's try it out. We'll go Kevin Bacon and Robert De Niro. So let's see. Kevin Bacon was in... He was in A Few Good Men, right? Okay, so A Few Good Men. Who was in that? There was a lot of people in that one. Um, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson was in movies with... Let's see. Well, De Niro. Maybe I should go back with De Niro. De Niro, we got um, Pacino. Uh obviously. Uh, who else? Who else? De Niro. Uh, Joe Pesci. who's in with Joe Pesci. So let's see. Can I do the tie with Joe Pesci and someone? Joe Pesci was in... Um, oh man, this is trickier than I, than I can remember. <laughs> let's see. Who else? Kevin Bacon. Let's see. Who was who he with in... Well, if you could man, obviously... Tom Cruise. He was in Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was in many movies. He would be an easy one if I could think of something. <laughs> Mario, help me. Help me here. This is not turning out to be the segment that I wanted it to be because I am still trying to see who Kevin Bacon can get to uh, uh, Robert De Niro. So, But I guess it's a good one. If you guys want to leave a comment, you can always reach us at yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is yankeecrazypodcast and Twitter is yankeecrazypod. You can always send us messages through those sources as well as a lot of the uh, podcast apps that we are on such as Anchor. Anchor has a voice messaging system that if you're listening on there, check out, get into your Anchor app and, and look for that. The other ones... Um, we got, we got a long list of the ones we're on. Uh, Pocket Casts. Uh, what are the other ones? Stitcher. There's a few. There's a few. So check it out. But everybody's got email, right? Send us an email. All right. Getting back to Kevin Bacon. Um, Kevin Bacon was in... Oh, no. We, was so, so we had Tom Cruise. Let's go to the Tom Cruise route. Tom Cruise. All right. Tom Cruise was with... Uh, Nicole Kidman, okay, let's see if we're, we're up to like three, Nicole Kidman was in, 
the TV shows count? Because I know she was in that HBO show. No, let's not do that. Let's not go TV shows. I feel like that's cheating. Nicole Kidman was in a movie with... Let's see... I don't know Nicole Kidman movies. (laughs) Besides that one she was in Tom Cruise with. Um, Okay, let's go. Let's backtrack. Uh, Oh, man. This is tough. I am on the spot and I'm not coming up big. Okay, let's see. Robert De Niro and... We said Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci was with with both of them in Casino. So we could actually to take one out if we do uh was it Sharon Stone in that I think Sharon Stone was in that and what was Sharon Stone in I don't know Sharon Stone movies she was in oh man I think I gotta go back to Kevin Bacon what movies were he in a few good men's probably my best route Jack Nicholson uh Jack Nicholson was in that movie with Morgan Freeman Morgan Freeman was in like a million movies. (laughs) I don't know. Well, you guys see the point, right? So we're going to do this with the Yankees. And if you know some Kevin Bacon movies, how I can connect him to Robert De Niro, I would appreciate you letting me know, all right? So this is what we're doing. Uh, Mario has chosen random words. I don't know how he chose them, but random words, and I am going to connect them to the Yankees because I feel like I go off on so many different tangents and how can I connect them, okay? So, Mario, give me the first one. Snow. First word is snow. How to connect the Yankees to the snow. That one is easy because 1996, the Yankees had snow during their game or maybe I'm maybe I'm not getting the year right but it was or maybe it was earlier one of the years Yankees were snowed out and I think that one was pretty recent and there were games I think 96 I want to say 96 they had snow in the game the game opening day at Yankee Stadium 96 there was snow I am almost positive okay that was an easy one Mario but it was, it was good. It was good because it was easier. It was easier than Kevin Bacon and me trying to find this relationship to Kevin Bacon. I'm going to work on that anyway. Next one is Christmas. Okay, Christmas and the Yankees. All right, so we got to go six ways. All right, Christmas and the Yankees. Um, let's see, what is Christmas? Christmas has Santa Claus. And it's got trees and what else? Presents, gifts. Um, So I could tie it a lot of different ways uh, to that one. That one could be easy. I could talk about all of the uh, great things that Yankees players do around Christmas time. That's an easy tie-in. You know... That is one really great thing about all of these professional organizations is that they donate a lot of their time. A lot of, a lot of athletes do. I'll just focus on the Yankees. But the Yankees really help out the community. And I know around Christmas time, Brian Cashman's very involved. And 
helping out the community at Christmas and doing toy drives, toys for tots, things like that. So that's a, that's a nice thing uh, that they do. And it is obviously important to do that at this time of the year for people who are less fortunate than you. It is always good to give. So the Yankees do give back, and that is really what Christmas is all about, right? Right. Just agree with me. Mario, yes. Shake your head. <laughs> okay, Mario, give me the next one. Coffee. Coffee. Okay. Coffee. Hmm. Okay, here's one. First thing I think of. Um, coffee. Joe Torrey was a big coffee drinker in the dugout. Like, if you see him in playoff games, if you go back, Joe Torrey, I remember reading, would have coffee. And a lot of times, I think you'd see it in that white, like, typical, um, like, white, typical, uh, like, like, uh, what is that stuff? Whatever, plastic cup. It'd be like one of those insulated plastic cups. And Joe Torrey would drink that on the bench especially in playoff games when it would be cold in Yankee Stadium, those 90s playoff games where it would be chilly and players would be wrapped up. And um, that was those, those were great, man. Those days were great. I remember going to the stadium and just bundling up in layers, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear a jacket. I would, just, I would just put on a ton of thermals and layers and hats, and um, I probably could have used some coffee at that point too. <laughs> I never had a Yankee Stadium coffee. I wonder if it's any good. Hmm. I would always if I needed a little caffeine, I would always um go for Coke or Pepsi. I don't know who their distributor is. Probably I want to say Pepsi, but anyway. There, so there's the coffee one. That one was that one was pretty good, right? Well, a little went off a little tangent on 96. All right, Yankee. Uh um Yankee. Mario. <laughs> That's your name, isn't it? Okay, give me the next one. Um, grass. Oh, grass. Well, Yankee Stadium grass. Uh, pretty amazing. I think they were even selling Yankee Stadium grass. Um, we'll have to do harder ones next time, Mario. He didn't actually know what was going on with this segment. I just told him to get five random words. So... But this is fun. Yankee Stadium grass is just, you know, when you go onto the field, I mean, well, I did go onto the field once. I went onto the old Yankee Stadium. This is a good one. So 2008, I believe Susanna had said to me something like, have you ever gone on the Yankee Stadium tour? And I said, no. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, how have I not gone on a Yankee Stadium tour? Pretty, pretty crazy that that didn't happen, that I never really thought about that. So I signed up for it and check this out. So I go to the tour and it was on a Sunday afternoon and it was like at three o'clock in about, you know, November maybe. And they're talking to us and it turns out it is the last Yankee Stadium tour ever of the old Yankee Stadium because they had the new one in 2009. So I got to go on the last last tour of the old Yankee Stadium and I got to say it was 
It was amazing. It gave me chills. It was just so phenomenal to go into the clubhouse. You went into the um, the uh, up into where they do the broadcasting and the scores area, and then into the dugout, and then onto the field. And oh man, what a rush! What a rush! That was just unbelievable. Loved it. So I have to thank Susanna for that. Another another thing I have to thank her for. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was just fantastic. If you can, I, I, I haven't gone on a new Yankee stadium tour. I'm sure that's pretty awesome too. But if you can remember the old, uh, Yankee stadium where the players went through the clubhouse out onto the field and they had the, uh, Joe DiMaggio, uh, quote that said, uh, thank God for, thank the good Lord for making me a Yankee. Um, yeah, that was, man, it was just awesome. They also had the scorecard up from the last game at New Yankee Stadium in 08. And that was, that was really, really awesome to see. So, okay, good, good one. Next one, what is it? Oh, basketball. Okay, basketball. Uh, oh, no. What is it? Oh, sorry. It said baseball. Baseball. Well, that's easy. Yankee baseball. That one's an easy one. We got to try and make this harder, this segment. Maybe we should have people... Wait, maybe we should have the listeners uh, call in or write in and give us words that would be so out there that I would have to try and make a connection to the Yankees somehow. But instead of baseball, let's go basketball. And okay, basketball. That's I got it right away. Easy one. Dave Winfield. Dave Winfield, number 31, awesome left fielder for the Yankees, although he didn't, never won a title with the Yankees, so that was always a disappointment. Um, and my buddy brought up to me the other day, my, my buddy Pump City he brought up to me that um, Winfield and Reggie were on that 81 team where they played the Dodgers and lost to the Dodgers in the World Series, I thought, I really thought for some reason that Winfield, uh, that Reggie was gone. I thought Reggie had gone in 80, but it turns out that he was there. So pretty wild that Reggie and Winfield were in the same outfield. I, I totally had forgotten about that. So where am I going with this? Another tangent. But did you know Dave Winfield was recruited or drafted, I should say. He was drafted by three professional teams. And those teams were, for baseball, the Padres, who he came up with. The In, in football, I want to say like the Vikings, maybe? Something like that. Some Somewhere, yeah. Let, let's just say Vikings. I don't know. Mario, you can Google that. And he also got drafted by the Atlanta Hawks in basketball. So there it is, tying it into the Yankees, Dave Winfield. So let me know if you like this segment. Do you like this segment? It does make me go off on some tangents. Um, and I, you know, I went off on that Kevin Bacon tangent and couldn't even finish it. That was, that was pathetic. Oh man, I think I feel like I used to be good at that game too. Probably because it was 
Kevin Bacon was doing more movies. But anyway, write in. Let us know if you like this segment or call us or text us or we need a hotline number. That's what we need next. We gotta, should we give out the hotline number? I don't know. It could be ringing off the hook constantly. <laughs> You'll just be answering phones, Mario. But anyway, that's it, guys. You can let us know about that. Again, I'll tell you. Uh, Yankee Crazy Podcast at gmail.com, Yankee Crazy Podcast on Instagram, and Yankee Crazy Pod on Twitter. That wraps it up, guys. Stay tuned for more. And as always, let's go, Yankees. <laughs>